Hi, and welcome to episode 120 of the LDS Study Session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. Uh, we are going to carry on with our Come Follow Me study uh, for this week, found in September 23rd to the September 29th section, found in Galatians, Walk in the Spirit. Uh, we're going to continue with, I am an heir to the blessings promised to Abraham. Uh, <clears throat> now, this really kind of links in very much so with what we shared or what we discussed yesterday about the law of Christ making us free. But of course now we're looking more at the aspects of how this law of Christ has developed from the law of Moses, which of course was only available to the Jews and the Jewish nation, uh, the, the seed of Abraham as we know them, uh, and then how this transfers to the whole human race and how it's made available to all of us. So Paul wants to address this because the people in Galatia obviously were not of the seed of Abraham and there was concern. So obviously they were looking at the Lord Moses and they were reading the scriptures and they were clearly taking from it that they needed to follow this Lord Moses in the past, which is what Paul had to address, that this is now not the case. But there was also concern that, you know, despite following this law, they were not of the seed of Abraham, which of course in the scriptures was uh, in the Old Testament, uh, at least, was a very important part of being part of the Lord's chosen people. So um, there was concern there. But Paul teaches very clearly and plainly um, with similar um, principles that we learned yesterday about Christ and making it possible uh, that all can now be, be saved. But um, there was a very interesting point that he made. So in Galatians chapter 3, verses 7 to 9, he says this, Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And then he goes on to explain it in verses 8 and 9. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel uh, unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with, faith, with faithful Abraham. A really important caveat there, I think, in that verse 9, sorry, in, that, in verse 8, where he, Paul said God knew that eventually this would be opened up to all people, not just the people of Abraham. And so that's when he said unto Abraham, in thee shall all nations be blessed. <clears throat> and uh, it, makes, it makes clear sense. It, it makes clear sense that that was what the Lord intended. Now, we don't know why the gospel wasn't made available to all of God's children to begin with straight away. Um, there was there was to be circumstances that we are not aware of, and, and there's probably people that have an answer better than I do. But I I I believe it to be case, to be the case that the Savior had to be seen as the one who was the father of this covenant, as it were, or the the maker of this covenant, and so because of his atonement, that was why it was then made open to all people uh, once he had um, fulfilled his mission. Interestingly, the Saviour himself did not teach unto the Gentiles. Uh, he made it clear in his ministry that he was not to teach the Gentiles, but once he had fulfilled the atonement and been resurrected, that was the moment that he was then, you know, he then made it clear that this power through him made it now open to all people. Um, so again, we don't know the reasons for the why, uh, but we know the how and we know the what. You know, and I think that sometimes we, we don't have that why. Um, yeah, so just kind of a point there about about that. In Second Nephi chapter ten verse eighteen, it says this about Abraham: 
Wherefore, my beloved brethren, thus saith our God, I will afflict thy seed by the hand of the Gentiles. Nevertheless, I will soften the hearts of the Gentiles, that they shall be like a father, that, that they shall be like unto a father to them. Wherefore, the Gentiles shall be blessed and numbered among the house of Israel. So, in the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Book of Mormon, there is this clear message that all people will be blessed as children of Abraham uh, when the time comes. Uh, Orson Pratt said this, quote, I refer now to the patriarchs, and more especially to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, three very worthy men, so worthy that the Lord chose them as representatives of the faithful in all future ages, and declared that all who shall be saved in future ages shall become their seed, either springing directly from their loins or being adopted through the gospel into the family of Abraham, who was to be called the father of the faithful. That is the father not only of the faithful who live from his day unto the coming of Christ, but of all who should live after Christ, who followed in the footsteps of this ancient patriarch and embraced the same gospel that he taught, and they should have a claim on the promises that were made unto, made to him. Close quote. A very clear message there. Um, <clears throat> in verses 13 to 14 again, well, verse 14 says that the ble of Galatians 3, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So again, bringing it to the higher law through the Saviour, through faith, making it available to all, not just to those who perform these ritualistic um, sacrifices and laws that are just kept within the bounds of the Israelite people. Um, yeah, you know, it, and, that's, and that's why I say that these two days, yesterday and today, link really well together that through the Saviour we're all made free, and it's actually all of us, not just those who belong to, to the uh, seed of Abraham, the, the literal seed, seed, I should say, for we all become the seed of Abraham uh, once we um, bring, upon, bring, bring upon us the gospel. Finally, in verses 27 to 29, it talks again about this, it re-emphasizes it. In verse 28, it says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, uh, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in, G in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ's, then ye are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promised, promise. Again, a very clear message there that we are all brought into one group under uh, Christ through Abraham. Um, and, you know, the name of Christ is important here. In Mosiah chapter 5, verse 8, it says this, and under this head ye are made free, and there is no other head whereby ye can be made free. There is no other head, there is no other name given whereby salvation cometh. Therefore I would that ye should take upon you the name of Christ, all you that have entered into the covenant with God, that ye should be obedient unto the end of your lives. And I think again that that verse identifies why uh, we we make it clear that it's through Christ uh, that this has now been made possible for all, not just through Abraham, because. The Lord, of course, made this covenant through Abraham. And that's why the law, I guess, was flawed or was, well, it wasn't flawed for those people at that time, but it was a preparatory law that, you know, they believed that it was because of Abraham's blessing, faithfulness that they would all be saved. So Abraham <coughs> became this kind of Christ figure uh, for the for the seed of Abraham. But, of course, this was uh, an example or a similitude or a symbol of what Christ would become for the whole human family which I think, you know, we see often throughout the scriptures, um, these kind of dispensation heads being a symbol or a uh, example of what the Saviour would do. We look at Moses and how he led the people of um, Israel out of Egypt, out of the captivity, 
um, through the depths of the water, which we talked about already with, with um, the links there to baptism, following the, the Spirit of the Lord of, of fire, which, of course, we, we link to another aspect of the gospel in the baptism of fire, the, Holy, the receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, and he brought them to the promised land eventually. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we could, there's a whole study piece there about these kind of dispensation heads and their relationship with the Saviour and how they demonstrate this. You could argue this with, jo with the prophet Joseph Smith, how he kind of was leading a people, how this gospel was brought through him um, by Jesus Christ. You know, and we could talk about this with Adam and Noah, you know, building the ark, bringing the people that survived through the waters. It, there is, <laughs> there's a lot there. And actually, I'm getting quite excited thinking about this, and I might do a study piece completely on this later on. Um, because you can see the links to who is the person that all of these people point toward, and that is the Saviour Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, just excellent. Um, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go on to that scripture, because I think we've, we've covered that. But I am going to share one more thing, uh, which is <coughs> a quote by uh, Elder James E. Faust in the talk, Search Me, O God, and Know My Heart, April 1998, um, in which he said, quote, Covenants are not simply outward rituals. They are real and effective means of change. Being born again comes by the Spirit of God through ordinances. We should always honour and keep sacred the saving ordinances we make with the Lord. If we do, he has promised, thou shalt receive revelation upon revelation, knowledge upon knowledge, that thou mayest know the mysteries and peaceable things, that which bringeth joy, that which bringeth life eternal. Close quote. And he was talking about... Um, Um, law which the saviour would, would make available to all and it's through these ordinances that we are adopted and the ordinances are a kind of a step up from the ritualistic sacrifices and um, ordinances of the past with the law of Moses they are now more spiritual more symbolic um, about us um, and this gospel being made available to us uh, and that is again through the the gospel of Christ. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed the study session today. If there's anything that you've studied in, in relation to this or anything else that you'd love to share, please share it at Matt S. Roberts 90 on Twitter or, or at ldsstudysession at gmail.com. I would love to hear from any listeners. Thank you for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>